Hello. Good evening, everybody. And welcome, welcome to, to Portal, Portal to, to the Paranormal. Paranormal. I'm Sarah. I'm Jojo. And you're watching Thriller, Thriller Friday. Friday. So we're extremely excited with our special guest tonight. He has over 15 years worth of exper experience in the paranormal world. Tonight, we would like to welcome from Help My House is Haunted, the legend that is Barry, Barry Guy. Guy. For those of you watching at home, uh, just write your comments in the just write your questions in the comments, and we'll do our very best to read them out. Okay, so let's get them on, shall we? Oh, sorry, so excited! I'm shaking. I'm that excited. Add to stream. Hi, Hi, <laughs> Hi girls. <laughs> Welcome. Thanks for the introduction. <laughs> oh gosh. Oh, oh, we really appreciate you coming on, having a little gym wag with us, Barry. Thank you oh, so yeah. much. Oh, God. Do a little. We are not worthy. <laughs> We're not worthy. We are not worthy. <laughs> so do you mind if we ask you a few questions tonight? Um, yeah, go for it. We invited some of our viewers to put any questions that they want in the box below as well. So we, we'll get to those as and when they appear. Okay. So... This is a question that you'll probably get asked all the time, but it is really important to ask it. So how did you get into the paranormal world and what inspired you? Uh, take us back to the start, if you would, please. Well, as a child, I had my own personal paranormal experiences, as many paranormal investigators do. Um, and it kind of led me on this pathway of discovery. You know, I wanted to read the books that were around all to do with the world of ghosts and supernatural back in the day when you went to the library you know I went, I went with my library card and i took out all the books flicked through them read what i could and i was just intrigued i was scared it was you know it's a scary thing but i was intrigued and i guess uh, growing up as a child having my own experiences um i i was questioning whether or not is this real is there something wrong with me can it be explained or other people and well actually i found solace in the fact that other people were having similar experiences that I was reading about. So this is before the world of the internet. And um, as I uh, got into my late teens, I, I went to university and I uh, I remember going to bed around 2am one night and I turned the lamp off and uh, some someone grabbed my shoulder and started to do this. So I pulled the cover off my face thinking it's my flatmate and I was about to yell at someone. And there was a little girl stood by my bed um, oh my god there were no there were no kids in our student house okay it was an eight bedroom victorian house and my bedroom was probably where the kitchen dining area used to be in the house and i looked i could see the girl she could see me but i could see through her i could see everything though i could see her her eyes her hair her nose everything every color of her pore but i could still see the radiator behind her so um i kind of instinctively done one of my karate sidekicks and uh i didn't kick her i just kicked through her where she was she was still there though and to be honest with you i was petrified okay it was just i didn't expect that at all and two minutes later she kind of dissipated in and disappeared and it was then that i ran upstairs to my flatmate and said right i'm you <laughs> <laughs> um, that experience led me to um you know think about the world of the paranormal in a different way i'd had this amazing experience and i decided i would go 
and investigate further. So as soon as I graduated, I met my now wife and, you know, we, she spurred me on to, to investigate uh, further. And I built uh, a forum back in the day when you used to have chat rooms. So I, I built one, um, I, learned, I taught myself how to code and everything. And I did that and it became the Ghostfinder Paranormal Society, which was a, a forum and a website dedicated to explaining things in the paranormal and also to get people's uh, first-hand experiences. So it was a great way of sharing knowledge and information from around the world. And then I um, I started investigating local air, local places, cemeteries, buildings, and all that kind of thing. And um, and that was it. It just went on from there. I mean, the, whole, the TV side of things came later, but it was it was uh, really my passion for the world of the supernatural uh, that, that that stemmed through from when I was a child to now. Wow, amazing. Uh, Sarah Guys just asked the question, how do your family feel about you doing this paranormal, all the paranormal investigations, and do they join in? Well, believe it or not, my, my wife is a witch. She's a clairvoyant oh. witch. And so so we have a very complimentary you know, role there. Um, but but uh, my children, I have seven daughters. And oh, they, yes. And they, <laughs> oh, for you. I mean, that's great. But, you know, you're going to well, yeah, so you're gonna have to buy a shotgun for those girls. Oh, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I believe one so, turned 18 this week. Yeah. Happy birthday. No boyfriends. Yeah. None. Well, they've got some. Some of them got boyfriends. <laughs> um, so, no. So the 18-year-old, so yeah, she turned 18, bless her, this week. But they all love what I do, and they, they enjoy it. And, in fact, the younger ones, say not the youngest ones, but the middle ones, they, they love watching the shows. I mean, they'll put them on and stuff, whereas I don't tend to put it on TV at home. And, you know, I've watched it. I've seen it a few times already. But Freya, for example, will take my iPad, and she'll be watching you know, episodes of Help My House is Haunted, Ghost Adventures, you know, uh, Ghost of Shepherd's Town. They're, they're, they're just into it. They love it. Wow. Oh, it's that's great. Amazing. You've got it's, some great support. It's good that you've got the support. That yeah, is amazing. Yeah. Oh, you're itching to ask this question, aren't you? <laughs> uh, yeah. So you use a lot of equipment on your investigations. So what's your favourite piece of equipment? Ah, well, that'd be my digital voice recorder. So I'm, I, I'm, a, I'm an ITC practitioner, uh, instrumental yeah. transcommunication. I really enjoy um, trying to communicate with spirits using electronic methods, you know, sound audible. So the digital voice record for me is, is a go-to tool. And it's a thing that I would do all the time. Why? Because if I can get validation from spirit that we are genuinely communicating with something and someone, that will really help to further the investigation and, and the methods of what we do, why we do it, and, and what we're there to do and, and to achieve. Yeah. Excellent. Uh, what kind of apps would you recommend? Because I've seen there's an Echo app, and I tried yeah. to look for it on my yeah. phone last night. I know, I know you use the um, Necrophonic. We've all yeah. got the Necrophonic. We think that's amazing, and the Paravox. But what, what would you recommend as the best app to get? To be honest with you, I never use apps, ever, mm -hmm. until before we did series three and we is that the celebrity uh, the, no no the, no the third series of help third my house and i um and i just decided to experiment with using an app and lo and behold we got amazing results and i yeah. thought that that there's either it's either coincidental or there's something really going on here so i carried on experimenting and i got some phenomenal results so as you've seen on the show so i use paratech I use Echovox, uh, Necrophonic, uh, we've used Paravox as well, um, and and a few others that we've experimenting with. I might be using, well, right now, currently I'm looking at another one to use, but it, it all depends really, because 
they all do similar things. Some of them are word banks. Word banks are fine because you'll have, say, 2,000 words in the application itself, and the response you get will be based on changes that uh, the computer algorithm will, will put forward. You know, if there's a change in the environment and stuff. But remember, the tablet or the phone you're using only has certain uh, sensors that it, it can work on, you know, for movement, for example, or, or the... the um, um, the magnetometer that's used to kind of, you know, direct you and that kind of thing. Yeah. So it's limited in, in, in how it works. What I prefer to use is the, is the um, applications with banks of phonetics like Echovox, for example, where you have not full words, you have parts of words and sounds, and they're all in different word banks. So A, B, C, D, and E, whatever. And, and it will randomly select, um, going through, randomly select, parts of these words to build up sentences or words that are meaningful the majority of the time when i'm using it i'm getting great results but there is yeah. a reason for that and the reason is that we are investigating locations where there are genuine reports of paranormal activity and consciously intelligent and aware spirits if you go to a property for example where you're dealing with residual energy and you're using an application you might not get anything you'll get random nonsense so you have to be careful where you're using it and why and make sure that you, there is a, a justification for using that application in the first place. We were at Merley House, we were in the nursery, and we were using necrophonics, and baby come up, and children come up on it, and I'm thinking, you know what, are you listening to me? Is this, these app, can, can they be sort of manipulated in some way? You don't know, do you? You don't know whether you can trust them or not. That's a question I get asked all the time as well. I didn't build the app, I don't know, but I do yeah. not think it's possible for them to be recording our questions, disseminating them using a very sophisticated computer program to then spit out words in response to that. Really? I don't think that's yeah. possible, not yet anyway. It's, yeah. it's artificial intelligence otherwise, and, I, and I just, yeah. we don't have the software built into these devices. So yeah. yes, we do get tracked. Yes, Google tracks us and all those other kind of things, but tracking is location driven. So it, I don't think there is enough information out there to say, to send your location, tell the computer where you are, what you're doing at the same time, listening to your conversation and respond accordingly. So trust me, the responses you're getting, like babies, children in that environment, are probably coming from genuine spirit. Yeah. Yeah. I am. Um... I love a good parlor trick and I love uh, the Victorian methods and things like that. But I do understand that they are very sort of easily influenced, let's say. We do like the Ouija board and glass and marble, like glass work, dowsing rods and things like that. What are your thoughts on those things? Oh, table tipping. Love a bit of table tipping. No, I'm all for traditional forms of divination uh, and, and we try to apply them whenever we can, but where it's appropriate. Um, I don't find table tipping as... Um, amazing and impressive as some people why because i've never seen it genuinely tip you know i've seen people on the board and i think the the idiometer effect or or some form of you know subconscious um movements and uh, you know are responsible for a lot of those kinds of manipulations not saying that people are faking it i'm saying that people are perhaps in the mood in the zone in that framework in that frame of mind and that collective energies are somehow stimulating these things to happen without even realizing it. I, I use spirit boards. I don't often, but we do, especially on the program, you know, where it, where we think it will work and benefit us, we'll use mm -hmm. spirit boards. Um, but I do love things like your traditional seance. I think yeah, lighting yeah. a candle, saying a prayer, 
opening yourself up to spirit and allowing them to interact and engage with you is brilliant but you do need to validate it with things like a voice recorder or an itc application or something so you're getting validation because there are people out there that are still skeptics you know people sitting on the fence so builds energy as well doesn't it we find with our groups because we're we're uh, events managers we go all over the uk and we bring guests with us that are like joe blogs and they just want to experience the paranormal and mm. we find that you know if you come in you have a good time you build up the energy you talk about your experiences with the paranormal then they tend to like get involved the spirits and you know you lay out a few cat balls and a few k2 meters and things like that and do a seance yeah. of course build that energy build that positive energy and even if nothing happens because not all the time that happens does it can't guarantee anything Uh, you might get that one little thing that'll happen a whisper in the ear or something or move or the case someone gets touched and that 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 just that builds up the whole night doesn't it yeah it does building energy is important especially when you've got lots of people there if you're doing a public event you know you really need to make sure that everybody's on the same wavelength and sometimes it can take one person to spoil the energy in a group Mm, you know and it's not that they're not doing it intentionally but it's they're almost a block they're almost yeah. so protected and 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 you know and unable to be recipients of these things that they stop it for everyone else but that is the nature of public events you know um i mean i've i guess call myself psychic i never have done but i do have an ability to hear spirits um and and you know i guess communicate with them in my own way i, I think spirits are attracted to me um for some reason and and i'm able to communicate with them excellent oh so oh, go on oh so blinda's just asked a question now what is the best voice you got on a recorder What's the, best I can't, the best evp is coming we've just oh. filmed we've just filmed a few episodes of help my house is haunted and there are two evp responses that will blow everybody away really? so, so they're so good they're as clear as me saying to you now I'm talking to you it's just incredible um and there's no and it, and it gets weirder than that because the EVP was recorded on one voice recorder and not the other and they're the same model using the same same format same SD card and everything and radio mics didn't pick it up another did my body camera which I was wearing which records audio so it was only captured as a grade A EVP and it will actually take grade A to a new level. I think I need to revamp our EVP grading system to include A plus because this would be the best EVP ever heard. Wow. Can't wait for that. What episode, wow. what, what's, what episode is that we've got to watch out for? It, it will be in series four of Help My House is Haunted and it will be, uh, we don't know what transmission order it will be. We filmed okay. it as episode, episode eight. But it won't probably be episode eight. It's more likely to be episode four or five. So so talking about my house is haunted, we're, we're both avid watchers, as is all our team as well. Um, the way that you film, um, the way you work with Jane Harris and Ian Lawman, um, the way everything ties together, it is actually it blows your mind. So what's it like to work with with Ian and Jane? They're both brilliant. You know, I love working with these guys. I mean, I've, I've worked with Sandy, Chris, Ian, Jane during from season one all the way through now to season 4.5, I guess. Um, and um, they're amazing. I mean, Ian is very talented. He's gifted. He's a genuine medium with skills and abilities that will blow you away. You know, he knows things before they happen. He's able to 
to use his feels and his spidey senses to direct spidey us. Senses? <laughs> yeah. is, is it all genuine how nobody knows what anybody else is doing and yet going it blind. all ties, ties in 100%. together? Ian yeah. goes in blind. So, so for example, uh, tomorrow morning for episodes, brand new episode we're doing, um, Ian will arrive, I'll be driving, Ian will arrive at the location, he'll go into the house, he doesn't know anything. And he will do a psychic walkthrough while I'm interviewing someone and Jane's interviewing another person. And then we come back together and discuss what's happened. And that's the beginning of our spirit trigger session. So yeah. it's it's amazing how it all gels together well. It just uh, seems Jane, to gel every time, doesn't it? It's amazing. It does. And, and Jane equally is fantastic as an investigator and researcher. Mm. And she brings an element of you know historical context yeah. and mm. Uh, validity and sometimes it's to you know all three of us suddenly connect the dots when we're together and those yeah. dots go oh my god mind blown now we know what we're dealing with now we know what direction to take yeah. this this investigation might take an easy turn or a more sinister turn we never know it's the same when you we take our guests out on investigations they all come up with evidence all the different groups because we split our groups into like three teams and we have certain locations and then we switch a room well you know how it works anyway barry and then we all come up with the evidence at the end and then names match up. up we do it yeah, yeah wash up don't we yeah. names match up history matches up and it's like wow there's got to be something in it if there's so many results that are exactly the same and like history and the paranormal go hand in hand don't they absolutely 100%. yeah they do yeah history yeah. is is important because you know especially in the in england we've got thousands of years of history and we've we've got the ability to research as far back as you know what's written in the doomsday book and stuff and and that really helps us because it doesn't just always give us a narrative line for a, a, a episode but it allows us to connect better with the spirit and resolve these things you know and and i find i find it fascinating i love history myself personally i do it's amazing yeah so what, what's your favorite location then that you've been on within the series within all of them yeah, I, don't, I don't know i've done like 58 episodes i have no idea it is some of them are brilliant i mean um uncle tom's cabin in wind canton was a lovely brilliant location it's beautiful it was full of history amazing activity there uh but equally i've been to you know chillingham castle which was rich with with, with activity and history there but on a diff, totally different level. And I feel more connected actually to the to the kind of Scottish-English war, that period there. I, th I just felt more connected to that. It was more emotive for me. Um, I, can't, I don't know, I can't, I can't say, I can't say 100%. No, nah, they're all brilliant in their own way. I mean, some are stronger than others, definitely. But, yeah. but the, the last episode we did, was truly remarkable uh, i can't i i felt i don't know i can't say any more than it it's I've just yet so to cool. watch it I I have. Really yeah too, we've done the what was the one that we toil 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 oh, when yeah. you got choked out barry oh my omg yeah. what was going through yeah. your mind you were how, really how did you compose yourself to to carry on after that that was because i felt like a complete wuss <laughs> <laughs> um, you, you know very very rare to have anything physical happen to you Okay. And I, I've only, I've been scratched a few times. I've been mm -hmm. poked, prodded, pushed, whatever, but it's different when someone literally squeezed onto my windpipe and I couldn't take a breath That's in. Frightening. Yeah. Well, the instinct was I can't breathe and I haven't got any air in me. I'm going to die. So I was that panicked. 
that it all kind of went too quick. And watching it back, I was a little bit cringy, and I was like, oh, my God, what did I do? No, oh, your face. Um, oh, you're going down this thing. Someone's grabbed my windpipe. I was like, oh, my God, Barry, yeah. you're all right, love. Barry. Yeah. A lot of people a lot of people did. I tell you, it went viral. I mean, lad, lad Bible and all these other people yeah, posting really. it all over the place. And the amount of criticism, <laughs> the amount of ridicule I got for it, trust me. Oh, um, it's all right. It's it's like any any sort of it's all good. Yeah. So who was your favorite celebrity then? Oh, good question. Um oh I love Toya. Toya was wonderful. Yeah, She's she a, was a, a, a beautiful person and very in touch with her spiritual side. Uh, and she's um just naturally born to to be in this limelight. Um yeah. I loved them all. I mean Aaron Aaron Craskell for me was a bit of a I was a bit it was a bit of a fangirl moment for me. <laughs> I I used to watch He was a Aaron. bit of a wuss though, wasn't he? Yeah, well, I say I, I watched Aaron, you know, on Facebook for, for years before. You know, my wife was like showing me videos and I just got into watching him and it, I thought it was hilarious. And then knowing that I was going to go around his house and investigate with him, when I got there, I was like, oh, my God, Aaron. I said, I'm sorry. I'm so embarrassed. I'm like, I'm like a proper fan. And he was like, oh, my God, it's Barry Guy. I'm a proper fan. And I was like, what? <laughs> it was great. It was really good. And, and Martin Roberts, again, he was, he's a true gentleman. And he's, you know, uh, very well educated, articulate. And, and he understood exactly what was going on. And he was really getting into it. And I loved that about him. So they're all fantastic people, you know, and um, I enjoy working with them. Great experience. Good stuff. Sarah Guys just asked a question. She said, is there any county in England that you find more activity in? Ooh, county in England. Yeah. Do you know Norfolk is, is very active? Um, is it? We've got, yeah, we've, we've had a lot of cases there really? and a lot of, of people reporting activity from around the area and also Essex believe it or not some of the more um violent poltergeist type phenomena has come yeah. from Essex uh, in mm. my research anyway I'll be honest with you I don't think it's easy to answer because you know across the country there are so many haunted locations and people don't come forward to tell you that their houses are haunted you know for it's a taboo subject still it's you know people yeah. find it a bit ridiculed and and whatever so um we have traveled the length and breadth of the country and we have experienced things everywhere. Um, I prefer to go to places with a bit more of a kind of country scenic view, you know, like in Ludlow, for example, that was lovely. Yeah. Or in Devon and Cornwall and those places and Wales as well. Beautiful. Um, I, I, I'm one of these people like, oh, now we're going to a city centre. Oh, good God. You know, I'm not <laughs> I just want to go somewhere where I can open the doors and go, ah, oh, beautiful. You know, <laughs> I'm in the countryside. Yeah. But, but we, we you know what? yeah, sorry, go on. No, we stream to a Parapost, which have a lot of American followers, and they love the UK. They really do because we are so rich in that kind of history, aren't we? We've got the castles. They've got nothing, have they? Yeah, well, you know, they've got what, 200 they've got years. Hundred years. years and and got but they've got the American Indians. Yeah, yeah. 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 Yeah, the Native Americans, obviously, and that history goes back. But before that, you have the Aztecs, Mayans, and Incas. Yeah. Um, I, I studied I studied um, American history at university. It was, like, oh. it was e it's easier to do because it was shorter. So uh, <laughs> that's why I did it. Um, but Easy it, subject. It, Love American history. Yeah, it, it's great. But it's also, um, it's also there are, we're very, very different, you know. And now our methodologies are the same. Our investigative techniques are the same. We do have, and I will say, we are very privileged in the UK to have castles, thousands of years of history, yeah. 
land use that goes back to Saxons, Normans and Vikings. And oh, it's just incredible. Yeah. Some yeah. of those spirits will still make their presence felt and known today. Thousands of years. Why? Because time is irrelevant. It's, 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 you know, it's like for them, it's yesterday. For us, it's a thousand years. But we seem to have a lot of interaction with Roman soldiers. We have interaction with Vikings and Saxons. And, you know, there's there's a lot more in terms of the historical um, the historical mapping of this country. Uh, we just need to get, out, get to grips with it. We need to continue to investigate. That's what we need. I do fancy, though, Brian, um, Barry, sorry. <laughs> I do fancy an American uh, American road trip, like the New England, yeah. New England, New England strip, like going to Rhode Island, going to the Conjuring House, uh, going up to like Salem, going to see the Lizzie Borden. Do you not fancy any of that? Yes, but likewise, anyone over in the states wants to come over here and experience the ancient Ram Inn. You know, the yes, they do. Drive Spirit. and yeah. you know, Skirid and 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 you know, all these places. So, we're privileged to have them on our doorstep here. Yeah. But you fly over to the States and you've got a different ballpark, you know, yeah. and, and, and that's and that's great because we get the best of both worlds. You know, my friend Zach Bagans and Aaron and Billy and Jay, they're investigating over there some locations that I would love to go to, you know, on a daily basis. But likewise, they'd want to be here to investigate yeah, some do. of the places that we do every weekend, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so one, one of our team members, Joe, little Joe. Um, she's asking, is there a place that you've been to that you would not like to return? Good question, right? In series one of Help My House is Haunted, we did um, 39 to Grey Street in Hull. And it was afterwards, it affected me massively. It affected me through attachment, psychologically and all sorts. Mm. I was I was affected. And I always vowed never to return to that place because of the way it made me emotionally feel. Mm. But I did last year i went back or was it last year it was last year i went back there and i did a public event and then i did my own solo challenge and try and, and i'm fine i think i've got over my fear of the place i got amazing evidence i got this a table with all my equipment on and stuff moved in front of everyone you know uh, it was it was crazy um some great echo vox responses great evps uh, good validation and some some pretty scary personal experiences so I what think made that, you not want to go back there then? So when I first investigated it, um, I, I kind of, it affected me emotionally. I had this feeling of foreboding. Um, when I left there, I couldn't shift this feeling of sadness. Right. And it was a sadness as if I've lost, lost my kids or something. You know, it was that kind mm. of emotional turmoil. And I just, I didn't realise it, but I did have something latching onto me that took its toll on me. It was yeah. chipping away and, and really just made me feel bad for a very long time. Mm -hmm. um, and it took, it took, you know, some cleansing. It took some positive affirmations and words, um, spiritual guidance and advice from my friends and my wife and everyone to, to come together and pull me out of that dark place. But I decided, you know what? I'm going to face my fears anyway. You know, I've, yeah. I've been doing this. Yeah. Yeah. I think that's so, what you needed to do. Yeah. yeah rise above it. I mean, I think the demonic do get far too much publicity, don't they? And yeah. do you think it, maybe it could have been something like that? Oh, I know it was. Yeah. It, it was something that was um, otherworldly. Um, you know, I, I would talk about imps a lot. Imps are, you know, your lower vibrational entity. Some people call them demons. You know, in, in, in religious context, people call them, um, you know, uh, these uh, 
imps that are doing the bidding of a demon or a higher lord demon for example anyway yeah i believe that i had an imp attachment i believe that it was affecting me on that level and it was causing me to think bad thoughts you know be bad it was just it was terrible it was a, the worst kind of affliction ever uh, we've just got a message from Nick, and actually I have said to the, you, Barry, about this. You should join the PTTT team uh, at the very active place of Manor Farm. And you did the Bursledon Brickworks not so long ago. We're going there soon. Yeah, but it's not as good as Manor Farm, Manor which Farm's was literally the up the road. It's like a 16th century farm with all the fittings and everything mm -hmm. and the activity there. It's amazing, isn't it? Really Maybe good. you could join us next time Maybe. Again. We're going to Halloween, but you probably Sounds got good. bigger and better things to do, mind. But around Halloween. offers there. Well, we'll send me the details, and if I'm free, I'll uh, I'll try and turn up. Perfect. Perfect. It'll be amazing. Um, okay, so I've got a question for you, Barry. Okay, coming from an Asian background, um, the this myself, the the paranormal is a quite a taboo subject isn't it and, and there's paranormal activity in every culture and every like I don't, I'll try and word this right uh, what what is your thoughts on on this do you feel it's uh, like swept under the carpet or I mean is it okay do you think to talk about it, it no do you know what I'm getting at I do um I don't th I, th I think it's taboo with some people but I yeah. think Culturally, it's not. I think it forms a massive staple part of religious context for everybody, for whether you're Hindu, Muslim, yeah. you know, whether you're Christian uh, or, or, or Buddhist, it doesn't matter because there is a basis in every religious book that talks about the spirit. Yeah. It is everything. So Jesus Christ, for example, is a Holy Spirit, you know. So the idea and knowledge of people finding it taboo, it's only in their personal world. They don't, people don't want to talk about things that are affecting or afflicting them as a family or unit or a person or personally because of the fear of ridicule and, and people actually will just say it's mental health. Yeah. Now, there's a fine line between that, isn't there, between mm -hmm. mental health and, and what we yeah. perceive paranormal. And I think as investigators, more and more times you're, you're finding that it's commonplace. Mm -hmm. um, I We've recently actually, we filmed an episode which is going to be amazing where we looked at an Islamic haunting a gin brilliant this is and this is stuff i'm i was interested in yeah fantastic the first time on british television that you'll ever see that mm. you know in, in terms of a ghost hunting tv program that we do you know an investigation where we are supporting an islamic family and tell me yeah. i'm telling you now it will be the best episode you've seen on help my house is haunted I guarantee oh, that. Wow, I'm super excited know, about that. I mean, it's a learning experience. Even even the Catholic Church, they give um, they they give support in things like that, don't they? And exorcisms, and it's like you want to learn from it. It's not poking it with a stick. It's uh, if you can't conquer it, unless you can understand it. That's yeah. my feelings on it. Like mm. Ed and Lorraine, Ed and Lorraine Warren for starters. She was a big Catholic, wasn't she? And she she was psychic medium, and she could. She could see things and people out there do need help with these things. And who do you go to when you need help? My house is haunted, obviously. <laughs> My house is haunted. <laughs> yeah, we do our best. In fact, we were just talking about that, you know, an hour ago. We were discussing it, you know, the, why we have this passion for doing what we're doing. And the, and the answer is clear. It's, it's I love the feeling of helping people yeah. that are in genuine, desperate need of help. And it's not on a psychological basis. It's everything. It's all it's to do with. Can we help the spirit and spirits, plural, 
and can we help them how can we improve their lives from today and i know we don't we haven't have a short space of time with the families you know we're filming for a very short window of time but we obviously are doing something right because yeah. right, 99 percent of the time we've helped to the point where uh, you know the the homeowners are happy and they're feeling better and content and can move on yeah absolutely so looking at when you die what are your thoughts and what are your beliefs as to i mean personally i think that the body is just a vessel and your spirit will live on and that's why we do what we do what what are your thoughts what are your beliefs interesting question another one that i just discussed earlier on okay <laughs> Good friend Neil Story, author, historian, he said to me that the body is just a husk. Yeah. That's how he termed it. Um, and yes, it is. It's a vessel. And when mm -hmm. it dies, that shell, that husk, peels away. It deteriorates. It becomes food for other organisms. Mm -hmm. yeah. But our consciousness is our soul. It's our spirit. And I believe that the consciousness exi exists infinitely, you know, in, in, in interdimensions, in it cannot be destroyed because it's a form of energy. And we know mm. that Einstein's theory of thermodynamics and stuff, talking about energy transference and the fact that it can never be created or destroyed. It just lives on and it transfers yeah. from one form to another. So our yeah. consciousness is our soul. It's what makes us, you know, makes you, you and me, me. And I believe that that is the thing that we are intelligently communicating with in the afterlife. I also believe in things like reincarnation, though. And I also yeah. believe in 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 some higher entity god you know whoever you want to describe him or her that, that that allows us to make choices and have free will and if we want to be reborn we can be reborn some people believe in different things because that's yeah. what religious scripture has told us but who knows i, I know as much as you and awesome. I'm, I'm looking forward to the day that i eventually pass away and i go Right now, this is what it's all about. <laughs> Yay! Who can I haunt? <laughs> awesome. So I, I was admiring your tactical vest. We were. <laughs> <laughs> and I noticed that you might have a clutch full of. Either is it is that thing heated inside? Do you have a clutch full of laser pens? And also, where do you where, hide yeah, your torch? Where do you hide your torch? <laughs> wow. So this is a tactical vest. So here are actually double A batteries. Okay. Oh, awesome. Instead of bullets. Amazing. Yeah, instead of bullets. I thought they were like Yeah, and then my torch goes in this pocket here. Yeah. Uh, it's, it's interesting because when I started wearing that, probably 15, 16 years ago, I thought, I think, I don't know. I, I, I don't know anybody that else was wearing them on television. I started wearing them only for convenience, not to look like an SAS officer. <laughs> <laughs> and, and, and And I've never been in the military, and I don't pertain to ever having, you know, gone in the army or any of that stuff i used it because of the community so having different pockets for different things but as the gadgets and gizmos have increased and they seem to be too big to fit, yeah and i can't fit them all in so <laughs> on my bed right here in this hotel room i've got two cases there four on the floor three over there <laughs> and they're full and there's no way of transporting them other than these massive cases um you know there's so much equipment out there these days there it's ridiculous yeah. I was looking at it as I like, never fit a REM pod in there. Where's he going to fit that thing? Oh, Jeez. I've got REM pods in this. <laughs> Hang on. This is my giant case, right? Oh, yeah. Then we got things like that. Yeah. The REM pod fits in there nicely, I think. I think it does. Yeah, it does. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Excellent. Uh, 
another question here. Uh, how do you feel about orbs? Do you think they're spiritual? Oh, God. Let's not, <laughs> let's not go into the debate. No, I'm going to lose followers. Um, <laughs> okay. God's honest truth. 99% of all the orbs that you see on your phone, video, photographs, they can be explained logically. Most of them are dust. Most of them. Dust. Or bugs, or moisture, or pollen. Yeah? And the reason for that is because, take this phone, for example. You have a very bright LED light here. When you're using that light, and the lens of the camera's here, I've actually got three lenses. If a dust particle passes by this close to the camera, it will basically create what's called a circle of confusion. And that circle of confusion looks like an orb, and it will be semi-transparent. The dust reflects the infrared light back into the lens of the camera. Most of the time when using infrared cameras, for example, and you've got a you shake of velvet sheet, you're going to get like a cosmic sneeze of orbs, aren't you? The best way to debunk this for yourself, guys, is <laughs> use, use your mobile phone, turn on the, the light, the LED light, and start recording and shake a towel or something and, and, and see what happens. Okay? So you will see that there is... 100 billion particles of dead skin flying through the air <laughs> and most of the time that's what's recorded however i can i can't say that all or all of those orbs are dust because i've seen light anomalies that we could call orbs some of them look circular some of them look longer and whatever they have their own energy signature they move in a fashion that you wouldn't expect on normal air current they are intelligently moving or they, they they come out of a wall and they'll enter into a person or that kind of thing. Now, it's difficult, isn't it? Because there are certain times, look, I'll give you an example. There's, when we were filming with Chris Fleming, he was lying on a bed in Nottingham, I think it was, one of the episodes there. And I was filming him using my mobile phone and I saw a light anomaly passing directly over his body but at the same time he didn't know that i could see this at the same time he reacted to a change in the energy field of his aura he said my auric field has been disturbed and boom he was kind of like <gasps> and, and that was it he, so there was something there something that i all i could see was the tiny white anomaly that could potentially have been dust but mm -hmm. as he reacted to it at the same time it kind of made me question as to as you know whether or not there was something more spiritual taking place. Some people see orbs with their naked eye. Some people capture them on camera and videos and go, this just doesn't look normal. Well, then these are the ones that we need to look at more and think, you know, I'm not going to say every single thing I see is dust. No, it's not. But most of the ones I receive, videos, photographs, I think there are logical explanations for them, definitely. We've got a couple of um, that we captured at Merley House where they, they were like light anomaly and they went across the screen but they were the way they moved they weren't a bug they weren't they light. disappeared into the other wall didn't they yeah the, yeah maybe and then maybe descended largely you might say i did send them to barry actually oh, we had a look at them yeah, yeah. um question here actually i think because i think rosemary asked the question about how do you feel about orbs but she said she's captured orbs that look like they have faces in them i could see yeah. that there. yeah and that's it and and yes, sometimes when you, you stare at an object for too long and, you know, a pattern, those patterns emerge. But our brains are pre-programmed to see faces in everyday objects. You know, it's yeah. matrix thing or pareidolia. And I did a, I did a workshop on this and my, my, my uh, attendees will all attest the fact that I've shown 100 examples of pareidolia in the everyday world. But with orbs, 
it is nice to think that if they are spirit energy, that they are showing the faces of the people that once contained that energy. I have seen some very convincing orb photographs where I can see faces, human looking faces. But then I think to myself, it could just be the pattern. My brain is looking for something that's familiar, that makes sense to me, and scientifically proven that that's exactly what we'll see, you know? Yeah. So just think about it. Yeah. Absolutely, yeah. But, um, Brian. Brian's just asked a question. So one of our questions was going to be, what's your favourite location in the UK? And Brian's just popped up with, um, do you have a favourite place and why? Yeah. This is Brian Laverty yeah. from Through the Canada. Lens. Uh, he's on Hunterphobia. That's on Paraflix. We just Hello, discussed filming with him in the UK as well, and he's he's a fan as well. So, uh, good question. I mean, I, I I don't know that a lot of the places stand out to me. They're brilliant. I love the Hellfire Caves. I mean, I've been there fifty eight times. I reckon in the last ten you just years. Sold out your next event, haven't you? Yeah. If I, I know, I'm sorry. I'll put the web. I put the event up, and they'll sell within a day. So yeah. it's it's good. But there's that that location is great. But I've been to so many. It's hard to kind of pick one that I would say is my absolute favourite. I think, um, do you know what? Believe it or not, Smethic Baths. I've had some brilliant results there. Where's some, that? Um, Smethic Baths in Smethic, which is just outside of Birmingham. Okay. Um, I've, you know, it's uh, you have to hurry up. It's going to close down soon, right? Oh, no. It's, okay. This Art Deco building, uh, has a, it's, it's a swimming pool. You know, they, they have a public pool area there, but the place is teeming with spirits. The 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 subway tunnels underneath they were used as air raid shelters. It was built over a plague pit. We've got there was just hundreds of different spirits there. There was a morgue there, um, and I've got some phenomenal, amazing EVPs and evidence from there as well. Um, but likewise, sorry, Brian. Uh, sorry, it's, it's such a difficult question to say. They, every place is unique and has reasons for me to want to go back. If I don't go back to a place, it's because I just find it flat, uninteresting. Mm -hmm. And that's very rare, um, but I prefer to go to places that are less done. You know, yeah, 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 yeah. People overdo places, but there are some like places. Like East Drive. <laughs> yeah, well, I've never been, believe it or not. No. And I've got an event coming up, but I'm filming, so my team are actually delivering that for me. Wow. <laughs> so okay. Can you yeah. feel the energy sometimes when you walk in the place and think, yeah, something's booming in here? I do, yeah. Yeah. Um, and that's improved and increased over the years. I think just me doing this job has improved my sensitivity to the world of spirit. Yeah. So I walk into a place and immediately the atmosphere is thicker. I can feel it. I can feel yeah. it. I'm actually more prone and susceptible to feeling uh, electrical energy changes. Some reason static and changes to the way um, the electricity or my, I guess my own electromagnetic field is distorted. I feel that absolutely 100% um but then um, audibly i hear things as well so yeah uh joanne's asked the question do you believe that you have taken spirits home after an investigation you did mention that you had an attachment but has that ever happened again it does happen i wouldn't say it's happened to me again um well. it can happen i mean yeah i can't say it can't happen i think that people are more susceptible than others <coughs> sorry dry throat <laughs> more sorry. um so people are more susceptible than others. It depends on, 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 on how spiritual they are, how open they are. Um, we don't actually know why spirits or certain elemental energies cling to people. 
why do they pick on certain people and not others yeah yeah is it to do with that person's own spiritual energy their thought projection process is it because they are intimidating in some way is it because that in a past life they were someone else something else i don't know there's all these kind of questions that i've thrown up and tried to answer yeah. but i won't know the answer to those i do think it's possible i think some people have to be more guarded and careful than others it's important to protect yourself in your own way you know however you do it and there's no yeah. right wrong way to do it you can visualize you can wear protective amulets bracelets you know necklaces whatever you can you can say prayer yeah carry a bible holy whatever works for you if it works for you stick to it have faith in it that's important this we is tell them to stay at the gate don't we this is the issue with our guests they're always yeah. re reluctant Petrified. to come on they're terrified and we do the white light chant which gives them protection and yeah. they say if you ever feel afraid you think of that white light and it'll protect you and we also tell them you know it's always best to tell the spirit to stay and it's not welcome in your home before you leave the location and i think it's all about intent as well i mean i brought something home before my children were were saying, mommy, it's it's talking to me and there's something in my room. And I went around the whole house and said, get the hell out of my house. This is my house. And I feel that if you're intent to like state your domain, then yeah. yeah. Yeah, definitely. Oh, I agree. I mean, look, every single time I come back after filming, my wife won't even let me through the door without a selenite wand in her hand, smudge stick and some <laughs> run a Thank bath you, fill it with himalayan salt and say get in and don't get out until you're feeling better does your wife go out with you much on investigations does she, she doesn't listen i mean she's no. always looking after the fort at home looking after the kids but um but she has done and but the problem is she's very very sensitive to spirit you know that clairvoyant yeah. way in fact the only time that she came out with me well not only time but the first time she actually came out with me was in a local haunt near my house and um we went into what used to be a morgue area and she suddenly felt this oppressive energy and she said it wants to speak through me and mm -hmm. i thought oh god any minute now she's going to trance Trance she's going to be channeling i'm going to shit myself and so, <laughs> so, I took, so so i got someone else took her physically out of the place but moments later me being the professional i just well she'll be fine she'll be fine i'll carry on so i carried on with the evp recession and we heard a DVP, direct voice phenomena. So three yeah. members of the public group and myself heard a response, played it back. And it was a male voice with a local dialect. He said, help me to talk, Bint. Oh, my giddy aunt. <laughs> that is horrendous. <laughs> and what was. did you do? Well, I just went, whoa. <laughs> and basically... basically played it back over and over again and then thought well night's done now i've got the best evidence so i'm gonna go home um, oh, I loved it, you know. let's get out of here <laughs> yeah. well, he he wanted to use her as a vessel to talk yeah. to speak yeah. and he spoke he left his voice on the voice recorder so it was a powerful enough spiritual energy to do that but it was amazing that myself and i think three other members um that, that with me guests all heard the same Spirit. response from the right side of the room so it's good good evidence were you both blinking at the ceiling that night? Slept with the lights on, maybe. <laughs> no, I'm pretty used to it now. To be I'm very good at turning off. I mean, I'll do an investigation. I'll come back to the hotel room at like four or five in the morning, and I'll go. I'm not doing any evidence until I've had a bit of sleep, and I just go to sleep, and then I wake up and I'm fresh. Get, get Ready to go again. Yeah. 
Awesome. The Haunted Antiques Research Centre. Neil yeah. Packer. Neil Neil Packer. Packer. Yeah. Uh, what... are, you, are you going to the Paramete in September? I might be filming, but if I'm not, I'll be there. Cool. Oh, yeah, we so, went there. We had a sleepover. It was freezing. Oh, my God. So cold. We, <laughs> so didn't, cold. we didn't sleep. Did we? But then I could hear, like, we slept in the doll's room, and yeah. I could hear, like, things moving and little like, children. And I, I did I did take two co-codamol that night thinking it was going to knock me out, but I wasn't. I was in my cocoon, like, blinking. Oh, don't, nothing touched me, please. <laughs> hear well, all this I'm, stuff going on. I'm there. I'm doing a public event there on the 13th, Friday the 13th of May. So after I finish this block, then I'll be there, 15 guests. Um, and I don't know whether to sleep there or not. I'm toying with the idea. But I'm looking forward to it. I've been for maybe two, three years now. So it'll, it'll really Yeah. Well, yeah. something happened. Um, they touched the booby, didn't they? My partner. Oh. And we nearly had a car crash on the way back. Do you know what I'm talking about? The haunted lady that yeah. is an yeah. ornament. And they shouldn't have done it's it. It's in a glass. Yeah, they lifted Neil, the lid. Neil might watch this. Oh, gosh. Sorry, Neil. Yeah, they lifted the lid and they both, Dan and Nando, both <laughs> touched, touched the booby. <laughs> and we nearly died on the way home. <laughs> so, yeah, it was good advertisement, Don't isn't it? Don't do it. it. Don't touch it. No. no. Don't touch it. <laughs> Don't touch the booby, Barry. <laughs> He'll be there doing a film. <laughs> no, then I like, pushed down the stairs or something after. No. Jeez. What was your experience there, though? Did you find it really active? Yeah, so the couple of times I've been there, the first time was with the Haunted Lives boys, so Paul and, and uh, Simon and everyone, and we were doing it live with them, and I sat around the spirit boards that they have in the, in the sounds room, and that heavy table moved oh, in wow. front of us live on, te on, on video. Wow. Uh, pretty amazing in itself as no yeah. way you can physically do that without pushing it you know or lifting mm. it it was very very heavy um and then <clears throat> second time i went there was a ventriloquist doll there yeah and seen him he's, yeah. he's creepy isn't he yeah. i think i put up i've got that but i've got a video on my tiktok which i very rarely use guys but um I, I, I put a video up of that moment where the itc response i think he said his name he said his name's paul that blew my mind yeah, wow. yeah good. amazing okay. <laughs> well we've had nearly an hour of your time is there any other indeed. questions yeah. no thank you very much barry oh it was amazing yeah thank you thank so much you. for talking to us we yeah. really enjoyed it yeah we don't eat up too much because we know you're you need to get some busy sleep at some point yeah and if you ever want to come on a ghost hunt with portals to the paranormal please please just you know look i'll send you all our events and that Come along. Yeah, come join we'll us. Even, we'll even drop you in as a secret guest so nobody knows that you're going to be there. And like, boom, here I am. Surprise. <laughs> well, thank you, girls. Thank you. No worries. Thank you. Thanks very much. It's been an honor. Cheers. I know. Yeah, we've been screaming. Thanks for all your questions. I'm sorry if I haven't answered any questions that have come up, but appreciate it. Thank you. Yeah, thank lovely. You. Thank you very much. And, guys, if you want to go on any of our events, visit www.portaltotheparanormal.co.uk. We've got a few going down at the bottom there. If you want to book your event with us, it'd be amazing. Thank you. Thanks very much, Thanks guys. Thanks for watching, guys. Take thank care. You, Barry. Bye. 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 Ciao for now. Right. And then again.